This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who's worried about his sister's boyfriend, a girl who fell asleep during sex, and we talk a little bit about bullying. Check it out, enjoy. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Labs. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for telling a friend. If you haven't told a friend today, you're wrong. Do it right now. Press pause. Tell one friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a fraternity brother, a sorority sister, a, an uncle. I'll take uncles. Papa JT takes uncles. Bring them in. Let them know. This guy named J Train. Subtle, sweet, soothing noises in your ear every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. And also, every time you guys are on Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter and you send me like a tweet or a DM or a snap of you listening and how you're listening, it feathers my nuts. It's like you took out a long ostrich feather and graze the seam of my nuts. And listen, take your own, go on iTunes and tell us what this podcast does to you. How does it boil your biscuits? Take your own take. We call it the five-star feathering. Go on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and tell us what you think in glowing feather my nuts terms. That's always fun to do. We enjoyed that. We read them on the last episode. And also, also, I'm on Patreon. What we're doing on Patreon, and I'm so excited for what we got going. I made a video that's on uh, my Instagram and uh, Twitter, and I put it everywhere. It's on Facebook. But we're going on Patreon because I want to do more uh, better. I want to do more quality content for you guys. So I've been writing I've been making videos, I've been producing this podcast, and I've been giving you advice and dating app makeovers for years now. And what I want to do is keep that going with you guys. So really, everything that I do will be the same. You won't notice a change. What I'm saying to you is if you found value in this podcast, if it's helped you through days and it's helped, and you think that you would enjoy more episodes, which will be coming to Patreon, or more videos, which will be coming to Patreon, or more blogs that will be coming to Patreon, if you think that will add more value to your life, please go check out the page. And there's all these different uh, levels you can choose. For a buck, you get the site. You get to see everything that's on the, on the, on the, uh, on the front page. 
Uh, for five bucks, you're going to get a bonus episode of the podcast every month. We're going to get great guests for that. And then you go up and up and up, and there's other levels that you can get involved with. And, you know, over the last couple of years, people have reached out to me on Snapchat for advice because uh, they say, you know, they don't want to risk that it's not going to get answered on the podcast. They want to hear, hear some perspective. So I'm going to be not doing less of that over Snapchat and more of that over Patreon. So if that's something you'd like to check out, go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I'd love to have you involved there because I'm super excited about doing it and really creating a community there because I want to interact with you on there and go back and forth and talk about topics that happened today. And maybe they, the, your, your situation is the same, but you know maybe there's a similar thing that you wanted answered on that topic, and we can do that there on patreon.com slash Jared Freed. But... Let's get to today's guest. I'm very excited to have her here. So pumped. Super funny. You guys are all going to love her. Julia Rossi, thank you for coming on. Hi. Such a pledge. <laughs> Such a pledge. So good to see you. You too. I I'm, I'm, I got to say, the yelling, although perhaps annoying. Okay. Also very impressive vocally. It's a long, we're March to, hashtag March to a minute. Wow. Um, it makes more sense with the music over it. I mean, whatever it was. If you listen to the beginning of the podcast, there's like a there's a whole intro, uh-huh. and but in the room it feels even more weird because it's just me yelling. Do you sing? Can you I've, sing? I used to do choir in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell. I, I have some background. But yeah. I, it's been a long time. I don't think I wouldn't consider myself good. Well, you're you sing? So, you're uh, you know. Interesting question. Okay. Uh, I don't... Doesn't sound like you do. Well, I don't know, because I I wanted to in high school, Mm. uh, but I would get nervous, and all the things were musicals, and Mm -hmm. I took voice lessons, and they always gave me talking songs. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like, hello, shall I tell you what I think of you? Like, that was all... Very Broadway. Yeah, very Fred Schneider of the, uh, the, whatchamacallit, you know, tin roof, rusted, like that kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then... When I started doing like yoga and met and like I do yoga that has a lot of like chanting in it, oh. my voice got better because I think hmm. I learned how to breathe and also probably my ego went away a little bit yeah, and I yeah, got like yeah. less insecure. So uh, I think I can sing now. It yeah. depends. It, I need to be in the right environment. It's got to be right. I did it in high school and then I would be in these like these like in middle school a lot of honors choirs that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It just was always. I enjoyed choir, but it was always a weird thing because you'd be like the one dude in the class. It would be like like that. Like like I also played football in high school, and uh-huh. then like the coach would find out you in the choir. Like it would come out at some point, mm-hmm. and then it would just be like this big laugh fest amongst the coaches about like. Afraid you don't choir, you know, like it's like oh, a yeah. funny thing. Wait, way to destroy men. <laughs> I, just... I, I I just always enjoyed it, and also. I it was like a four credit study. Like you basically once you learn the songs, the teacher didn't have much to do. And we kinda had this like wink wink nod nod at like, yeah, we're just gonna sit here and do your homework. But it's so mean what we do to people when we're like, your hobby or passion is dumb because it's not like like I feel like sometimes that <laughs> even happens in comedy when you like try to be sincere, they'll be like, Girl, you fucking weirdo. Like yeah. you're like, No, come on. There's like two sides to it. Like I, I thought, you know, there's also like the you can be a good ball buster and a bad ball buster, mm-hmm. you know. So like, it, I never took it as like mean, mm-hmm. you know. And also, you can be really good at receiving ball busting. Yeah, the best way to receive it is to be like so, like y- yeah, or like I'm... laugh it off and laugh and come back with your own ball bust. Yeah, you know, like I, you know, there's this whole like anti-bullying thing, and it's like, well, what about? Uh, 
being able to be a human and dealing with that sometimes people aren't going to like come at you in the way that you think that they should come at you. Well, I think okay, as I understand anti-bullying, mm. I do. I do think it's a problem. However, I think anti-bullying has a lot of the same problems as anti-rape programs okay. where it's all focused on the perpetrator. Mm. And or I'm sorry, where it's all focused on the, the wait, victim. Hold on. No, I, I think I'm saying the wrong thing because I feel like with anti-rape, you usually focus on the victim and like being like, this is how you learn how to kickbox, to, uh, yeah. you know? <laughs> and then I feel like with anti-bullying, yeah. it's all in the bully. And I feel like it almost should be switched, if that makes any sense. Yeah, like, like how do you handle bullying more than, because it's going to happen throughout your life. You can't, Yeah, the, bullying is going to happen all the time. Like an anti, a great way to stop I don't know why I brought it to rape, but there's no. This is a rape problems. podcast. We no, do all no, rape but subjects. But I'm saying, I just so think in. As, I figured, get, let's get it started. Let's, let's get it right out of the way. No, <laughs> I'm just saying as I look. I'm not an educator, obviously, as far as children go, and I don't have any children, so what do I know? But I'm just thinking, as a kid, it probably would have been really helpful to simply teach boys like, hey, if a girl says no, that means no, right? Mm. That's pretty easy. And then if you teach people, hey, if someone's bullying you, um, just like know you're a great person and love yourself. Like, you mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, like I don't know. I None of this makes I'd like the I like the advice to like a kid just be like, yeah, people are shitty. <laughs> you know, like sometimes yeah. everyone's not going to be your cup of tea and you should just move on from those people. I don't know. The, the idea of like that we're going to eliminate bullying is like that's never going to happen. I, and I, mm. I, I and I know that's like the idea of like, well, give up. No, I'm not saying give up. I'm saying like, you know, equip yourself with the people, the the personal, you know, interpersonal skills to be able to talk to someone and be like, yeah, uh, like I, I think being able like receiving ball busting and not like and not getting offended by it is like it's a good trait to have, you know, like to yes. laugh something off and to be and to know that to look at someone and be like. Yeah, they're not being mean. But so you ever do like a comedy show and you have someone in the crowd just go, oh, and you're like, yeah, that's not even the tone. That's not how you should be reacting right now. Yeah, but ball busting is 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 different than bullying in the sense of like, okay, so you were getting your balls busted by your coach or your teammates. Mm -hmm. Like if you're somebody who has like no friends, you're already prone to depression. You know what I mean? Now there's like social media and People can be bullied on, like, I mean, it's like a yeah. whole new world of bullying. It's also knowing who to, like, that's the thing. The internet, like, takes all that. Like, like coaches from my team knew that I wasn't a guy that, like, sitting in the corner, yeah. like, kicking rocks all day. And then they were like, hey, singing loser. You know, yeah, like, it yeah. wasn't like that. It was like, oh, this is a guy who is a fun, smiley kid, and he can probably take it, and of course we're going to give him shit because we like him. Yeah. I, I, You know, it's so, with ball busting, I don't know how I would explain this. I feel like I'm not making any sense. I'm so, uh, like, mentally hungover from last night. Jared and I were both at a party together, and it was... I mentioned on the last episode, it was a pretty wild party. I just never stay up till four anymore. Well, so it started I... at midnight. Yeah, I just... So it's like, there's no... You knew... So the, what happened was Dave Chappelle was doing all these shows at Radio City Music Hall, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to have a comedian's ball mm -hmm. at a very nice club in the city. And somehow we were all like, I'm not... I don't know him. I don't, I don't know him either. You know, like, I don't yeah. know... I don't even know people who are connected to him. Like, yeah. somehow I was able to get on a list, and I was like, of course I'm going to go check this out. Yeah, I feel very... I took like a... Do you smoke weed? Yeah. Okay, I took a week, just a week off. Okay. And because I didn't realize that I was 
becoming like a every like I it, it's fine if you smoke every day, but I didn't realize I was doing it. I just anytime I feel like I'm doing something too much, I like to just cut it off for a minute yeah. and then go back. Take a breather. Yeah, so I took a week off and then last night was one of the first times I smoked again. Oh man, what what an environment to do I that. I know, and I went overboard. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't wonder. There's too much energy. And- for the listeners at home, it was at this place called the Box, and the Box is known for this like avant-garde art shit that they'll like put on during the the clubbing that's going on. So I mean, like, it was amazing. You'll the have show was you'll, amazing. Like you'll have people hanging from the ceilings and dancing from the yeah. ceilings, and then all of a sudden, you said someone will come out and squirt on someone. That part I didn't like. There'll be like a you know, then there'll be like a, a woman that'll be beautiful, then come out, and then all of a sudden she'll have a baby on stage. Like there was like very like I've been yeah. there before, and it's a wild place so i knew what kind of i was in for yeah but to be high well and, I and feel- to have like a a model come out and just like shit out a baby like yeah. like of or something like that to happen but i feel like, like i'm crazy. having a weed hangover today oh yeah i, I mean ne- i mean it was I, a long night it was a long night so i feel i, mean, I apologize in advance i'm not making any sense i feel like whatever i said about bullying and rape that <laughs> was completely un. i know what i meant but anywho um but yeah my whole thing with parties i don't know do you like are you comfortable at parties? I'm comfy. I, I like to have a place to sit now. Yes. I need a I need like a base. When I go to a party, I want to have like one spot that a I know I can, a home base that I can come back to throughout the night. And last night there was like people with tables, but I wasn't involved in those tables. Oh, I should have rescued you because I literally said the same thing because I got there like right at 12 15. Mm-hmm. And I knew like a good amount of people, yeah. but I didn't know what to do with my body and personality. Like, yeah. it was just a lot But it was, of... like, music loud. Like, like if you weren't, like, it, it was just, there's this weird thing where, he, like, uh, you know, like, Chappelle came on the mic, and he's like, our time is now. And it's like, yeah, your time is now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kind of here just watching everything. Yeah, you know? and, like, I, was, and I, I, want, I was trying to find my home base, and I started feeling that thing in my head where I was like, is everyone mad at me? And then mm. I was like, maybe I should leave. And then I found these stairs. Okay. And I asked the bouncer, I was like, is that like a VIP? He goes, no, you can go upstairs. It was, one half of it was completely empty. Yeah. So I found an empty VIP room where I said to the bouncer, I was like, can I sit in here for a few minutes? And he was like, yeah. So I just literally meditated on a disco ball for like 15 minutes. Oh my God. Meditated at a party. Yeah, yeah, just stared at a disco ball. (laughs) And was like, hey man, look at your light. This is great. Like, what's the problem? And then I found a fucking booth. That was like on the balcony mm-hmm. facing the stage, like the best seat in oh, the so house. Oh, so you had a good seat. So I had like Questlove to my left and John Singleton to my right, and it's I have no idea how I got the. And it, it was, I was like, "Are you sure I can sit here?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." So then I texted my boyfriend and a bunch of people to come sit with me. Yeah. And then I was, f- I was literally like, I could stay here forever. Oh, and then you had a spot. I had a having spot. a spot. And then I could invite time. people to my spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just yeah. I had a place to put my bag and like. I that's get in the position I where I like, I'll be at a party. I'm like. And I'll be sitting there and I'll look around and be like, I guess I'll drink, have a drink. And then that becomes like my thing I'm doing. And then I'm like, uh, I'm done with, like, I'm always just like, I guess I'll have another drink. Like it gets me in a position yeah. where I'm like drinking. Like I'm like, I guess drinking is going to be what passes the time here. Yeah, I had one drink. Le- I can't drink a lot anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm feeling that today. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. Uh, guys. All of you should go follow Julia on Twitter and Instagram. Julia Razi on Twitter, at Miss Julia Razi on Instagram. She has a podcast that you can all check out. Hopefully we don't break up. What is the premise of the podcast? Uh, the premise of the podcast is uh, my boyfriend, comedian Will Miles, and I interviewed. He's been on the show. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and he's wonderful, obviously. That's yeah, That's why great. I'm dating him. And uh, we just we interview other couples and all different types of couples, you know, straight, gay, polyamorous, married, living together, you know, whatever. And uh, 
and it's just like a cool conversation about how to make it work. What's the most? What's the thing you've kind of that's you've learned about couples? The most. The most. Um, I mean, it's it seems obvious, but just the constant theme has been it's you know being with someone where you feel like you can be honest and yourself mm-hmm. and you have fun together. But like honesty and communication. I mean, it sounds it's like the cliche old school thing. But like, why wouldn't it be that way still? Yeah, but like our whole, th- at least my whole thing is like, there's just so much shit out there about like how to find someone, how to get someone, how mm. to not be alone, and all this stuff. But there's like, okay, great, now you quote unquote got someone. What 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 now? What do you do with them? We talk about this a lot on the podcast. Like even last episode, we were talking about like the idea of like this kid was like I've been hooking with this girl a couple of nights, but every time I say, do you want to do this or that, she can't even add to that conversation. Should I end it because of that? Wait, what do you mean? Can you like go out and do something? He'd be like, well, we should. Should we go get dinner? Where should we go? Chinese or pizza? And she'd be like, I, I, I like. She couldn't even add to that conversation. I'd be like, well, obviously this person can't. You can't have a conversation with this person. I mean, okay. So my what I have learned in my own mm-hmm. dating life, and this isn't a nothing is ever a hard fast rule because everyone's different and all relationships are different. But I feel like if you need to ask a lot of people for advice, mm-hmm. it's kind of your answer. You, you don't need, like, it's not working. Yeah, like, it, it's not, I mean, look, advice once in a while, you know, if there's, it, it depends. Like, it's your gauge. Like, if you find that it's all you're talking about or you have, you cannot send a text without getting 10 people's input or, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, in your, if you don't feel comfortable talking to the person who's involved in mm-hmm. it, like your girlfriend well, I, or the person you're dating, then that's. I think he was more wondering, like, you know, and kind of the advice that came out of, the, out of that email is, like, you want to volley with someone. Like, those are good relationships where you're like, hey, I, you know, let's do this. And then like, yeah, and this. And, you know, the, there's a conversation between the two of you. Oh, yeah. If you can't have – you're never, I don't think you can teach someone to be a conversationalist. Mm. So if they're not like that, I don't know that they ever will be. And yeah. it, might not, it might not mean that that girl is, you know, weird or an idiot or whatever. Mm-hmm. She just might not feel completely comfortable herself in to that have situation. It with you. Yeah, like there's certain people, I mean, not to go back to, you know, being in a social event, for example, mm. but like, I don't know, I feel like I have pretty good intuition and sometimes I'll be talking to someone and everyone could like them but for whatever reason I just can't connect mm. and I don't act like myself. Like I yeah. find myself being weird and I'm trying to think of what to, t- like, and that's when I usually walk away and then there's some people who like, I meet them and I feel like I've known them forever. Yeah. And it's the same thing with dating, like... Forcing dating is kind of the, the toughest thing. You're yeah. Like, you, sometimes you'll look at someone and be like, yeah, all on paper, this should work. And then you get in the room with them, you're like, this isn't it. Oh, yeah, and no. You, and you feel even crazier because people will look at you like, she was cute. And you're like, yeah, but it's kind of like, yeah. The, the, it's, it's like when there's a killing and the neighbor's always like, yeah, they went to work. Every, I never knew. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you don't know what's going on between, behind someone's fence. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got, I was married and I got. You're married? Yeah, like years ago. And we're still friends. But I mean, on paper, truly no reason for me to get divorced. Not, we're friends. We had fun together. He's Mm -hmm. handsome. He's kind, honest. There was just something that didn't feel right at the time. And I felt like a horrible, crazy person. That's the thing. And a lot of people, uh, when we get emails here, it's like, well, all this is right, but I kind of want to end it. And it's like, yeah, that sucks. You're gonna yeah. have to end it, but it sucks. And they're you're you're like, what can I say to make this person feel good? And it's like nothing. Yeah. And it's gonna sound vague. And the only reason is it's not the match. Yeah. Let's do this one. Falling asleep on your high school crush. What do you mean falling asleep on them? <laughs> I would feather your nuts, but with all the feathering you've been getting lately, it's unnecessary. So to the point. 
I recently sent a Facebook message to my high school crush. Then that weekend we hung out. So obvi before we hung out, I had been drinking uh, been drinking too much, of course. So when we met, when we meet up, I see another person I went to high school with without meaning to ignore him. Oh, this is a chick. <laughs> So when I meet up without meaning to ignore him to talk to her for a couple minutes then go sit with him that night the night goes on and we're talking taking shots after shots I wake up the next morning to my brother's messages asking where I'm at my crush still lives in my hometown which is roughly an hour and a half away from where I live and my brother and I drove home together that weekend somehow my crush and I ended up at that girl's house I said hi to at the first bar I was still drunk when I woke up that morning I asked him if anything had happened and he said that he went down on me and then I had passed out. I was beyond embarrassed. That's never happened to me. But he was super nice and sweet about it. So we have hung out two times after that and nothing has happened. He seems like he's interested, but I'm not not sure of it. I'm not saying I'm easy, but I'm definitely down to fuck. I want to have sex with him, but I don't know what to do. Please help a sister out. Yours truly, girl who wants to fuck. Well, good for her. I mean, I... I let me just say to her, like, let's let's lesson let's have a lesson learned here. Maybe let's relax on the drinking before you meet. And I I have had that where like I fall like, asleep. Fall asleep once, yeah. And then I woke up and he was like, <laughs> "This is forever ago." And he was like, "Hi," and I was like, "Oh, hey, I think I'm gonna go to bed." He's like, "Oh, no problem." Just like wiped his mouth and left. Just left. Yeah. I was like, "Can you leave?" What a funny moment for a guy <laughs> where you're like, "I'm killing it right now," yeah. and then all of a sudden. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was so afraid. I'm reading this email. I'm going, oh my God, where's this heading? And then it's like, yeah, I want to fuck him. And it's like, oh, okay. So fuck him. <laughs> so fuck him. Yeah. So I easy. think that, well, there's this thing with, uh, like, I'm kind of getting this. Like, what do you think? Does he, does she, like, what's the best way to, like, let him know? First of all, jo- remove, maybe for a second, pause and, and remove. Um, I'm not, definitely not easy, but I do want to, fu- like, that at that, attitude mm. and energy is already gonna is sending out like a like who cares like yeah no I, I i understand what you're saying like or it's like for her she's like trying to like say like well i'm not easy but i want to fuck i'm not easy. like it's like yeah, you just don't have to be explain it. you don't have to explain it just fuck i don't know and I've, figure out the rest later a lot of guys avoid fucking because they don't want that contract yeah. you know where they like where they'll smell it on a girl well they'll be like yeah this fucking means that we are something different yeah, and then guys will avoid the fucking. I've been in that situation where I've been like, I'm talking to this girl, and I'm like, oh, if we fuck, this is a whole new relationship. Yeah, I mean, I think mm, this might again, I don't know, but I I feel like just be in the moment of it mm. and don't think too far in the future. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people made when it comes to like hooking up or dating. I mean, I know you can't guarantee anything. You can't say mm. to someone like, if we have sex. We have to be together forever. Or if we have sex, we have to promise not to like each other. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. And the truth is, and this is for men and women, like, chemicals and energy are exchanged when you have sex. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, you have to be a sociopath to not notice that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not saying you have to fall in love with everyone you have sex with, but just, like, be in the moment. Yeah. Act- don't think too far ahead and enjoy it and then see what happens. Yeah. I think for her, you sent him a text saying, listen, uh, we should hang out this weekend. And don't get so fucked up before so you can actually have, like, a like a connection, like an eye-to-eye connection. Yeah. Because what you had before was, like, 
you kind of like danced through this night with that, like with your eyes closed. Yeah. You know, and now you're trying to get back on the level of like, hey, we're we're cool now and I want to fuck. Yeah. And also, if you get that drunk, you actually might not even <laughs> like them. Yeah. Like it's the alcohol that likes them. So the move is let's hang out again this weekend. I'm around with friends. We're going to be at this place in this time. And you get together and Wait, why be there. Friends, to, though? I like to have like a like a padding around it. Where it's like, at least you know you're going to a fun time. But don't you think if Hirity went down on her, it's pretty much an indicator that he's down to fuck, and she could just be like, he's definitely down to fuck, but he's also not down for uh, more than just the fuck right now. So I'm saying, for me, if a girl was like, come over, you know, if she's just said, come over and fuck me, I'd be like, okay, that's great. Mm -hmm. That's not a a lot of girls don't want to do that. Uh-huh. So I know a lot of girls, like, they want, you know, you want to have some sort of hangout where you feel comfortable and you feel like, you know, you're connecting that could lead to the fuck. A lot of guys are afraid of having the one-on-one date where it's like, yeah, we connect on the one-on-one date. That makes this fuck even more important. You want mid-level fuck. Okay. Not elevated fuck. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I think that's what she's looking for. From her, <laughs> She's not looking for what she's saying. I just want to fuck. Yeah. Which is great. Good for you. We're happy about that. Take away the I'm not trying to be easy. It's, let it be easy. That's fine. No you know, one's judging you for that. You no, know, be even better, and this would help you as mm. well, Jared J Train, is if she forwarded him a link to this podcast when it there comes we go. out and said, I'm that girl. I'm the girl who and just wants you, to have mid level fucking. You get a new subscriber. There we go. Yep. And join me on patreon.com slash Jared Free. <laughs> I just think what she needs to do is take a lot of guys are just afraid of the red tape on fucking. And that hurts girls who are in this position where they're like, I just want to fuck. I got to say, I, I don't know if this is a plot, if this applies, but after being married and then I was in a rebound relationship, like I committed to being single for a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to be brutally honest with and like everyone. If I don't like them, I'm going to be like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. If I wanna, and I, I mean, granted, it was mostly like friends or acquaintances, but there were people I went up to and I was like, hey, look. I've always been attracted to you. I would yeah. love to have sex with you. No strings attached. And they're like, wait, what's the catch? I'm like, literally nothing. <laughs> I know. And, hey. it, and I'm friends with all of them still. Okay. It was like the most. But it's so funny that a guy's like, what's going on here? Yeah. What's you the know, trick? There's a trick here. Yeah. You're trying to. And it's like an ego thing where it's like a guy's like, you're, you're going to have sex with me and then it's over. And it's like, no, the girl just wants to get off and that's good for her. And it's like she could. I think that's a great move, too. It's like, hey. What's going on? I'm looking to just fuck. But I think what girls have to understand from a guy's perspective is that we all assume that it's not just the cheese on the floor that we're going to eat. What? We think there's a trap under the cheese. We think the cheese is on a blanket that has a hole underneath that's going to trap us in. But that's, I mean, look, that's years and years of brainwashing, I feel like. from. I mean, but let's admit to the brainwashing. So that's why I'm saying to her, like, understand his empathize yeah. with his position his position like i you know i have a girl there was a girl we were texting we were like and we got to a point where we're like we're making out on my bed and we're talking for a long time and i could tell i was like this is not gonna just be a fuck mm-hmm. this is gonna be an el- there's a blanket with a hole underneath it uh-huh. and i and i said to this person i was like what do we think is gonna-? and i'm like are we going to make this, push this to the next level? And she was like, and she kind of said to me in that moment, like, I just want you to let you know, like, I'm like feeling this more than just a hookup. Uh-huh. And I said, then we should not fuck. But you were feeling it too? No, not in that way. But so why, okay, so curious, then what, what, 
what was the talking for hours and all that stuff? We were just friends. And we were friends that happened to make out once and then we're in bed together. And it's like, okay, this means something more than just a friend's having sex. Okay. And so I said, no, I'm going to say And how'd she no. take it? Fine, but it didn't go well after that. Uh-huh. Like in that moment, it was like, okay, I respect that you don't want to do this right now. And then, but then that basically was me saying we have to end the friendship because she was like, I can't, you know, why you're making me feel bad about myself. Yeah. Was it recently? This is uh, somewhat, yeah. But you guys might, because I had kind of something like that and now I'm friends. Like, you, you might... I'm sure we'll be friends in the future, but yeah. someone has to, we both have to get over that, like, we're never going to make out again. Right. You know, we got to that point where it's like, uh, we fuck now and forever hold our peace. Do you ever get into relationships? Yeah. Okay. I just knew that this wouldn't be a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I was like, why would I make it a huge fucking mess? Interesting. So you knew that soon in. Yeah. Huh. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Am I stupid or unlucky? Okay, what's up, Gay Train? Love the podcast. You're funny as shit, and I need some advice before I go to college. I've just started listening to the show for a week or so now, so you may have gotten this advice before. Anyways, my problem is that I keep waking up after a long night of partying only to lose either my wallet or my car keys or both. Today I woke, uh, woke from a fun night, but don't remember what I did with the keys. I hate having to ask other people for help finding them. In the past, I've had to spend money in attempts to find them. I'm not sure... If I'm just getting unlucky or I need to take more responsibility with my important things. I think he just answered his question. Yeah, you need to take more responsibility. He's not in, unlucky. He's in high school? High school email. This yeah. is terrifying. I mean, uh, the, the real question today. is how do you not lose things when you go out? I'm scared of, I'm going to go through <laughs> situations like these a lot in college. Yes, you are. Uh, even if you don't read this. Thanks. Uh, P.S. Uh, thanks for responding to my Snapchat. That was hype. So what do we think? Okay. What's your way of keeping your shit on you? Okay, couple things. Maybe drink less. Drink less. Um, get Be a better those, drinker. Get one of those wallet chains. A chain wallet. Or like a become a goth. Yeah, become a goth. Or you could get one of those. Uh, what are those? Like hike, the hiking keychain things you clip onto your. Oh. Get something where you attach your. So money. become a lesbian. Be, attach <laughs> your keys and and money to your body. I th- I have a buddy that like we used to call his phone the boomerang because he would lose it and then it would always come back to him. And some people are just lose shit drunks, and some people aren't. I'm lucky enough where I'm pretty good. Yeah. Sometimes I lose a credit card at a bar, like I'll forget it there. But I'm pretty good. I, you know, I I would get in the habit if I'm. You need to make your sober habits translate to your drunk life. But I also love that he's like. Jared, is this luck or not luck? I'm like, I think it's that you drink too much. I think we can yeah. we can find the, the problem here. Um, <laughs> but what I do, and I, what you have to do is create these things that when you do them sober, then you do them so much when you're sober that you do them when you're drunk. So what I do is when I go out, before I go out, I go keys, wallet, phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keys, wallet, phone. And I tap, and I make a little, and I hit my hips. And you do a dance? So a little bit of a shimmy. And yeah. I, I, I like, I just pat my pockets. I pat my keys pocket when I say keys. Pat my wallet pocket <laughs> when I say wallet, and I pat my other my phone pocket when I say phone. And then your dick to be like, we're and gonna have a dick, great night. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. And then we pat a play like a champion today board uh-huh, above uh-huh. the door. Um, so I'm saying to this guy, 
And then also what I do is when I make eggs in the morning and I have the stove on because I live alone, uh-huh. I always forget to turn it off. Oh. So I go, so when I turn it off, I go off. Oh, that's cool. Because then I hear in my mind, because <laughs> you have this mind's eye type of thing. Uh-huh. So like what you want to do is create these little tiny quirks that when you're drunk, you do them too when you're drunk. So, yeah, but you could be too drunk and forget that. It's going to happen, but I'm saying let's create something to help mm-hmm. this guy. So, like, when I literally, I literally pat Key's wallet phone. And I literally pat the pocket that those things are in when I say those things. Also, does he not have pockets? That's Yeah, I mean, this guy's that. got bigger issues, as, you know. <laughs> but I'm saying <laughs> Key's wallet phone, you whack those pockets that they're in, and they it's, it's these, like, subtle tricks. So, like, when I do off. Mm-hmm. On the stove later that day, if I'm like, did I turn off the stove? And I'm like, no, I remember going off. Yeah, I had a friend tell me that she used to video herself turning it off. All these little things that you work them into your day, it makes it easier to remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Did you name? I'm sure someone's already asked you this in the podcast. Did you name yourself J Train? It was a self given nickname mm-hmm. when I was like 15 as cool. a joke. Cool, cool, cool. And cool. then I was uh, doing Twitter and I was like, yeah, I'll just do this stupid fucking thing. And look at you. Before I did comedy. Now J Train, you know, Papa JT. I have a lot of nicknames Papa JT, mm. Uncle J Train, the King of Brunch. I'd like more nicknames. Tailgate Czar, TD Freed. Do you have any nicknames? I mean, I have, well, my name is with Climax a G. Climax King. Um, yeah. I could be Climax Queen. Uh, I, uh, that was not, I wasn't hitting on you. Um, <laughs> uh, well, my name is Julia with a G, by the way, if anyone follows me. At sure Julia Razi on Twitter, at Miss Julia Razi on but Instagram. But it's with a G. The G. It's very different. Um, so I get called G, Jules, but it has to be spelled with a G. Raz, Razi. That's so one of those new like, things that like people do over emails, and now that like, you become your first letter of your name. Oh, I was, Hey, J. Oh, I, a lot I, of people I sign do things G, but I don't. I would never write to someone J. I get a lot of like a lot of girls will shorten it to one letter now. I had a friend used to call me Rosenbag. Rosenbag, like the bag. You know, yeah, baseball. I yeah. Okay, you did you get it? I'm like I really it. into sports. I'm not <laughs> at all. <laughs> Guys, we're sponsored. Beach Body on Demand. I've had actually people send me snaps wondering if this is still going on. Yeah, it's going on. Beachbody On Demand is an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective world-class workouts. Personalized to meet your needs, plus extensive nutritional content, all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals with step-by-step programs, workout calendars, and comprehensive nutrition plans, an innovative portion control-focused cooking show, Fixate, and the motivation and support of a growing community. Beachbody On Demand is the total package. So listen, it's Netflix for for at-home training. That's basically what it is. P- Pio, P90X, Insanity, 21-Day Fix, three-week yoga retreat. You can do all these. So it's great. It's in your home. It's awesome. There's over 600 different workouts, over 100 recipe videos. It's all there in one place. And really, that's uh, the easiest way to be healthy is just to have it at your fingertips. So the brand, this is a brand-new service, but it already has over a million members. My listeners can get a free trial membership. J Train listeners, just text J Train. Text J Train to 30 30 30. Text J Train to 30 30 30. Text J Train to 30 30 30 and get full access to this entire platform for free. I love that that's the ad right after we were telling this 
blatant alcoholic. You're Listen, like, but maybe be this healthy. Can, yeah. This can help him out. He should join. That would be the best way. He Text could, J train to 30, 30, 30. Get yeah. your 30 day free. I mean, Netflix for working out. That's a great idea. Yeah. And then he could hide his keys in his pecs. Yeah. Right under, right under the nip. <laughs> Baby sister is fucking a 26 year old pedophile. What? Hey, train. Love your podcast. The best part of the week. So my issue is my little sister is fucking a 26 year old. She just turned 18, and this has definitely been happening since she was 17, possibly earlier. Oh, shit. He's not a pedophile. That's not pedophile. I don't know what it is. I don't know the rules, but I'm saying if she's 18, she's 18. Yeah, you can't throw around the word pedophile like yeah. that. I was organizing and installing some college programs on her computer when some incoming texts from him that were very detailed and graphic, to say the least. This led me to a terrible, uh, led me to, to be a terrible person. And, to, uh, and look at more of their communications where it became evident as to what was co- occurring. While I would like to be chill with her living her own life, this crosses the line. You can't be both. You can't be chill with her living her own life and then say, this crosses the line. That yeah. means you have no, you can't have, and I understand like why he feels the way he feels. Like, I'm you not should saying, talk to her. She's brilliant and taking college courses at the local community college where she presumably met this guy. He pretends to be gay when around our family, and my sister claims this whenever questioned. I'm confused. So he claims to be, he's faking to being gay in front of the family. I guess he's been around the house. To hide that they're dating? I guess so. Okay. As a result of this, my parents allow her to go on random trips with this guy that are clearly inappropriate without the gay guy ruse. First reaction is to murder the pedophile. Do I show these texts to my parents? Do I force them to break up with her? Need your advice here because I'm lost. Okay. First of all, stop calling him a pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay. I mean, also, yeah, we don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't throw away. I would just talk to her. Yeah, you got to talk to her. But you got to say, you got to approach it not in a, like, you, first of all, take some time to not be angry. That's the biggest thing. You can't come at her angry because that will only push her away more. Literally nobody responds to being shamed. Yeah. Being told they're dumb. What the fuck is wrong? Like, you will shut down. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I agree. I, I agree with it's all in how you, you the bedside manner of this situation. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be made to feel like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, and also I think the best way, and it's hard to do sometimes, especially if you feel really emotional about it, but if you can relate it back to something about you, be like, look, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started dating, I felt like I had to sneak around, or whatever whatever the truth is. Yeah. But like, can you, you know, if you are dating this guy, like it would be great if you could be more upfront about it because I would love to get to know him, mm-hmm. you know, because if he's, you know, and like put it, it that the way. The biggest issue, the biggest issue right now is that they've created a lie so that they can date. Yeah. Like the, the the whole, like, he's gay, so he's just around, and that's how we get around all you idiots. That's the biggest issue is that she felt uncomfortable enough mm-hmm. to have to hide it from all of you guys. Right, because also where is that going to go? That's the thing. So it's like, and if, because maybe they're hitting it off so well that it, like, it does make sense. And yeah. the age difference to me, like, if it was me, you know, I wouldn't want that. I don't know. I don't think a 20. And I do understand where he's coming from. The, the guy who's emailing saying, I don't think a 26 year old and an 18 year old could get along. Like I've I, heard way worse age differences than that. I've heard a way worse age differences. But I think the idea of like where you are mentally at 18 and 26 is way different than like a 40 year old and a, like a 50 year old and a 30 year old. Like a 30 yeah. year old at least has got had a job, went through college, went through interpersonal relationships at 18. You know, you're not really fully formed yet. And at 26, he's way more, he's been through 
all the other, you know, work and all these other relationships that I just feel like the stretch between those ages, 26 to 18 is what, eight years, Mm -hmm. is way different than 38 to 30. Yeah. But I I think, and this is going to be my advice probably for a lot of things, talk to the source because if she's lying about it, I just, it's hard to know sometimes what to say without knowing who these people are. Yeah. So if she has been made to feel bad about every choice she's made, if she's been raised really strictly and Mm -hmm. like not allowed to date, like that's why she's going to lie. And I think that's the biggest problem. If you're close with your sister, you want to make sure you don't, because I've just seen families fall apart Yeah. and you having a sibling, I don't, do you have siblings? Yep. Like, if I didn't talk to my sister anymore, I would be lost, mm-hmm. you know? So I would focus on your relationship with your sister, make sure that's preserved. And even you can even have it be like a, hey, between you and I. Like, leave your parents yeah, out of it. Yeah, leave it out of it. If you come in and blow up a family, mm-hmm. that's not going to work for anybody. Yeah. Everyone's going to be worse off. And if you go tattle on her after going through her computer, like, yeah. you're going to look She's bad. not going to trust you forever on anything. Yeah. You don't want to chase her away. Yeah. Think of her as, like, kind of like a... It's kind of like a like a mouse mm-hmm. right now. You want to bring her in and just be like, "Hey, come on over here." So many mouse analogies. The big cheese. mouse day for me. Yeah, it's a big mouse day. For it's me. mouse day. Mouse I, I think you want to like just bring her in, say, "Hey, hey, little mousey. Uh huh. Come here. Let's talk about it." Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with the actual calling her a mouse, but I think okay, go a Bengal tiger. Okay. Hey, hey, Bengal tiger. <laughs> hey, just human. Hey, human. Hey, come over here. <laughs> I just think like you gotta like you gotta come at her a little bit easier than first reaction is to murder this pedophile. Like that's not gonna that's gonna go worse for you than any of the other options. Yeah, and that's and it. Look, I get it. It's that you know it's sweet older brother testosterone talking. I understand, but you know just put yourself in her position. Calm down. Go to her. Just be like, hey, what's going on with the dude? Yeah. And it feels like there's a lie going on, mm-hmm. and that's all you have to really say. Like you know, walk her into it. Hey, I feel like this guy, where what's going on with this guy? I think he could even say though, honestly, if I were her, I would if if he was on her computer fixing mm. something. It's not like he broke into the computer. Yeah. He was like, "Look, I've been thinking about this for a while. I was on your computer fixing something. These text messages I saw came it. up. Yeah. I saw it cuz the the truth always comes out, and I just think it's going to be better if you just put it on the table right away." Absolutely. And say and just say, "I saw it. I feel weird about it cuz you're you're telling us something different about him. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad. I, I just, just want to know what's going on. Just want to know what's going on. Yeah. And then let her talk. Yeah. Let her tell her how she feels. How do you, you want feeling questions. How do you feel? What, what is, why are you hiding it from us? Yeah. If you don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, because for all you know, she might come back and be like, maybe she's not happy. Maybe she's trying to get out of it. Maybe, she, I mean, I don't want to like put scary thoughts in anyone's mm. head, but you don't know what's going on with her. So mm. there might be a reason. So find out. J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Julia Rossi. At Julia Rossi on Twitter, at Miss Julia Rossi on Instagram. Also, our podcast. Hopefully, we don't break up. Go check it out on iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff. Party Pooper, literally. <laughs> What's up, you jive turkey? I was listening to the shit yourself story from last week, and it reminded me of a pretty wild one from my past. Fortunately, I have not personally shit myself since I was a wee lad. But my time will come that I'm sure of. Anyways, this chick that went to my high school came up with the genius idea of taking muscle relaxants while drinking when she was very new to drugs and alcohol. While we were in a group uh, talking, she suddenly had a surprise look on her face and reached back for uh, reached for her backside. A moment later, out came her hand and smushed turd paste pasted along her inner palm and finger. Oh my god! 
Uh, I guess I'm done with muscle relaxants. She tried to run to the bathroom and hide it, but the damage was done. The week rolled around, and she was the buzz of the century, the party pooper, we called her. I'm a nice guy, so I refrained from the harsher stuff. But we all poked fun. After about a week, she had enough, uh, enough and moved schools. Oh, my God, this oh. is horrible. Word spread that she had moved states. This is like one of those high, high school, school stories. High school? Yeah. All I'm saying is I think she should have uh, ridden the storm and played a cool. I would. I mean, that stinks. We're talking about ball busting. That's a shit bust. That's. Wait, what's what so would your gonna... move have been in that situation? If I'd shit myself at a party? I did shit myself at a party. It is different for dudes. Totally. I mean, the fact that there's memes out there of guys looking wistfully off into the in the background than like the, the meme being when you find out a girl poops. Like, like the fact that that's even a joke means it's different for girls in general. Yeah. Oh, that's a horrible thing. I would feel awful. Yeah. I mean, I think we well, saying how should look, I, I probably would have ran away too, especially as a teenager. Now I probably as an adult, I'd be like, yeah, I shit in my hands. Sorry guys. But as a teenager, are you kidding me? I mm. farted in sixth grade during a math test Truly, really had a hard time afterwards. Yes, yeah. the people, was, did everyone heard it. Well, it was a math test, and uh, and so everyone was quiet, so no one could say anything. Yeah, and then I like... was like trying to. I I, do, I tell this on stage, so I don't mean to be quoting my stand up, but I did like move the desk around to try to blame mm. it on the metal, and but it was in a test, so nobody reacted because you had to be quiet. I was like, sweet, I'm in the clear, and then one of the most popular boys in my class said to me on the way out, he's like, we all heard what you did. <laughs> and, uh, and I was pretty, I was pretty sad. Yeah. And I remember yeah. I was wearing, I we remember heard exactly what, what you've done, yeah. Julia. I remember exactly what I was, do you, I don't know how old you are, but do you remember skid shorts? They were like skater shorts. Jankos? No, uh, it was around the time of Jankos. They were like plaid skater shorts that were like mm. really popular amongst like white suburban kids. Okay. Uh, my mom wouldn't buy me those. Instead, she got me like plaid ones from Old Navy and cut mm. them into skids. And I was wearing those. And so whenever, like, I saw those shorts, I was like, yeah. "No, <laughs> no!" It brought back the fart. Yeah, the fart of '09. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you for thinking I'm so young. Uh, you thought I graduated high school? What? How many years ago is that? A couple years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago. Thank Should you. Should I move in with my girlfriend? You live with your boyfriend. Yeah. How is that? Wonderful. How many years into your relationship were you before you moved in? Uh, a little over a year. A little over a year? I do think New York, it goes faster. Yeah, you're moving for the rent. That's well, part yeah. of the decision. He was at my apartment all the time, and mm-hmm. I was like, either pay me half rent or get we have to get a new apartment or go home. Oh, you gotta, like, you gotta leave. He just, I, I wanted to see him, but he was yeah. staying at my place all the time because I lived in a better neighborhood. Better na- and, all that stuff. Yeah. Quick feather. I was out on a fishing trip last week with the guys and listened to a couple episodes, so I just earned you a few new subscribers. Thank you. Now to my issue. I'm 23 and fresh out of college. My girlfriend, 25, is working full-time, and I'm going to grad school in the same city. We will both be in the same area, which happens to be very expensive to live in. We've been together almost two years and both like the idea of living together, but are afraid it could ruin our relationship because we've seen it happen to friends of ours. Just wanted some fresh, unbiased advice. As always, thank you for your weekly source of hilarity and real-world advice. What do you think? Hmm... Well, it, they, you know, he started with the it's expensive, but then he also ended it with we we would like to live together. Of course. So neither of them is giving each other an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like there's any pressure. Look, if a relationship is going to end or last, it's going to happen regardless. It's going to happen either way. Yeah, you're you right. know, and like so, this isn't the reason. Yeah. The reason isn't moving in. The reason is you too. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't. I would say if you both truly want to do it because you enjoy being around each other. 
then do it. And also living together doesn't mean you have to like do everything together and spend every moment together. And well, this is kind of why this is kind of back to what I was saying with the guy who's 26 dating the 18 year old and the difference in the years. Mm -hmm. There's also a huge difference between fresh out of college 23 and 25. You think so? Absolutely. Hmm. To have a to, to, just the daily going to a job mm -hmm. as opposed to the schedule of college and then high school before that. It's different and you don't know how you're going to react and you don't know how you're going to be self-sufficient. Yeah, I mean, I I would just again, I feel like I'm a broken record with, you know, I don't know, take some time to think about it. Like mm. I I moved in with the person I ended up marrying. Actually, we didn't move in too fast, but we did stay together like right after college. And mm -hmm. in retrospect, I wish I had taken some time. And then, you know, then I got into a habit of always living with boyfriends. So like, but but I, none of the living with them ever was the thing, like you said, that ended the relationship. It was the yeah, relationship. I also, but I think that as far as personal growth, mm -hmm. like for this guy, you're 23, you're right out of college. Yeah. Take a year to live on your own and with a roommate and learn how to live with a roommate yeah. in the real world. Yeah. Then go to the girlfriend. See what it's like. Like you said, you were like, he was at my place all the time. Then we made that decision together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right now you don't know what your daily life is going to be. Because you've never done daily life. There's like, you know, I someone had a joke where they're like, I, I don't know who it was, but I remember them saying, it, and it was so real, it was just like them saying like, yeah, I didn't realize this was every day. With a relationship? Like, no, 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 like, uh, yeah, I got a job out of college, and then you realize it's every day. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, summer break, no, you know, no, you know, f taking Friday to do no classes. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to go to work and get in a routine, and the routine can be boring. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, but you have to get used to that whole new thing of life, that whole new, you know, and get used to it on your own terms before you do it with a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You know, give yourself the chance. So I would say to this guy, give it a year. Well, also, Be out of college for a minute. Yeah, I guess I didn't think of it that way, too, because when you do live with someone, it's also about, like, joint finances at that point. And joint finances. Also, there was this thing, I, I heard it on another podcast, and it was such a smart word, but it was... The idea that you, when you're in a relationship and live with someone, they're also, you're using them for more space of your brain. So, like, there are things that you remember for your boyfriend and your boyfriend remembers for you. Oh, I, okay. So, it's basically, you're renting space. When you break up with someone, you're losing that space. Oh, that's interesting. And it was an interesting, I heard this, I can't remember where I heard it, and someone could please remind me on Twitter or something. But, and I was like, that's what I've been talking about for so long. Like, when I go to a wedding... Everyone's like, you didn't bring the cummerbund? And I'm like, yeah, you have a personal assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a girlfriend that's been nagging you about this fucking cummerbund for two mm -hmm. months. I just made the reservation for this hotel room today. What is wrong with you guys? No, but that's what I'm saying. So girls will remember things <laughs> for guys Love to that plan. I'll never think about. Oh, my to-do list is my baby. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and a guy it. will remember things that, like, for a girl that they yeah, would never think of. 100%. So, like, so, stop talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They'll be like, you got to say, you know, but that's the thing. So you're getting extra brain space when you're in a relationship that you don't have. I'm a single mother. Yeah. I don't have the, you know, uh, the, the husband so to help me on a day to day to remind yes. me to wear socks. You know. So I'm saying to this guy, there is, I do feel more self-sufficient than some of my friends that have been in relationships because I've had time to live alone and do things on my own and, you know, make mistakes. Mm-hmm. 
where I forget things and it hurts me a little bit more than it would hurt someone who doesn't. Making mistakes is a good thing. It gives you growth. So, like, for this guy, learning how to pay a bill, like you're saying, the finances of it. Mm -hmm. Learn, You know, the idea of opening a bill before I got out of college was so foreign to me as a foreign language. Mm -hmm. And then you get out and you're like, what is all this mail? Yeah. (laughs) And also, moving, breaking up with someone is hard. Breaking up and moving out is so much. I mean, it's basically like a divorce. Yes. There's really the only difference between a breakup, move out, and a divorce is that you didn't have a party and you don't have wedding gifts to split up. Yep. You know, and the disappointment of all your families. But like, <laughs> you know, and I dated no a divorce lower. lawyer once, and she would call if you got a, a if you got a divorce when there was no kid, they called a fancy breakup. Yeah, yeah, it was a very fancy. We did fast. We did. I found a guy in, in uh, downtown near Wall Street that was called Fast and Friendly. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Was, that's a great. That's a great pitch. Yeah, I was like, that's perfect. This, this is what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, Fast and Friendly. And, <laughs> but it, it, it's. But also, this is like when he's like, oh, I don't know. We've seen people break up because of moving in. I've also seen people break up because they got graduated college and they realize that they want to be single and they're they're not. This isn't the relationship for them. So yeah. he has more spots of life to go through. That aren't just moving in. Yeah. I like we I feel like we started answering that saying, Yeah, it sounds cool. And then we're like, wait a second. No, fuck this bitch. <laughs> um, okay, that was not what I was thinking. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Julia Razi at Julia Razi on Twitter, Miss Julia Razi on Instagram. J train. All right. Enough nut feathering onto my issue. Just kidding. I'll be waving the feather on the seam of your nuts throughout this email, so enjoy. I live in Chicago, and current and my current roommate's girlfriend moved into her apartment in the suburbs where she is getting her master's. She moved in with a girl who was also going to the same school, and she is from London. My buddy and I helped both of them move in yesterday, and the girl's an 898. We have a rating system here on the podcast. Oh, girls God. or guys can use it. Oh, okay. Face, body, personality. Jesus. Wait, the area you- code method. You don't like put the pictures up or anything. No, they just. She said that this chick's an eight nine eight, eight face, nine body, eight personality. Cool. We can all use it. Okay. I made a good first impression as there was a lot of back and forth. Clearly, I'd like to get in between them walls since a foreign girl is the ultimate goal. So, what is the move to be on my way? Part of her master's program is that she is the girl's assistant basketball coach, which she said she expects to see me at her games coming up. I take that. Uh, take that as you will. You're killing it, man. Come out to Chicago soon. I have a group that's ready to go see you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. What do you think? He's got this foreign chick that's now rooming with his buddy's girlfriend. My current roommate's girlfriend moved into her apartment in the suburbs where she is going to get her master's. She moved in with a girl who's from London. What do you think? He does. Well, she said to go Come to, to my games. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's step one. That's step one. And then you go That's up. an open. That, that's also an opening. She's saying to come. Yeah. So go to the game. Yeah. Hang out after. For all you know, the numbers could go down. The personality yeah, number you never could go know. down. Yeah, could go everything up. could change. Everything could change. It's a floating number. Yeah, go and then see what happens. Here's what you do, okay? You use your buddy to get into foggy London town. So the buddy <laughs> has the girlfriend. He's got to go to the girlfriend some nights. Mm-hmm. And make sure you say, do you want a shag? Do you want a shag? Yeah, yes. make sure you use that language. Yes. There's and nothing that people from London more than when you do like Austin Powers accents. Shag and fries or chips. Yes. So remember those two words. Yeah. <laughs> and what I'm saying is you need your buddy. When he goes, you say to your buddy, hey, man, so the London chick has a game coming tonight. 
would you and your girlfriend want to do a dinner after you know after the game? Mm-hmm. So now you guys can all go out together, and you bring them to the game, and you all go watch and cheer her on. Now it becomes a whole community event, and now you're having fun. And then what you do, you go to the game, and you bring a sign. You make a sign. Wow, this is... Yeah. I'm impressed. Make a sign with London Bridge. Hmm. You do London specific. Okay. And you have like a London Bridge on it and just say, you know, Bridge to My Heart, Shagtown, USA. Something, you just be fun at the game, like cheering her on. Yeah, I'm going to agree with everything you said except for the bridge. London Bridge or Big Ben. Come check out my Big Ben tonight. But she's a coach. She's not playing. She's not playing. That's what makes it so fun. Is that she's the assistant coach and there's someone in the si- in the stands with a sign for her? Uh, okay, I think that part's negotiable. <laughs> I think whatever this guy who wrote you's personality feels adequate should I th- do. I think that would be fun. You or just hold up a big picture of Big Ben. You know how they have those big heads that they uh, have at games? I'm done soon, right? What's that? We're done soon, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You want to leave? <laughs> you can get going. <laughs> Door's right over there. Really liked all your advice up until this point. I think that's a fun thing. Be fun. Be be excited to be at the game she invited you to. And it's also because she probably said, yeah, I'll see you at the game, like kind of winky. Mm-hmm. She doesn't expect you to come and have the best time at her game. What if you dress like a mascot? That's fun, too. Yeah. Dress as the British flag. Come draped in the British flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's do one hypothetical, then we'll go to some news. Are you ready? Yeah. Train, would you rather watch your conception, your parents making you, or watch your grandparents making love in all their geriatric glory? Both must be witnessed from start to finish. So it's either when you were conceived or your grandparents making love. Conceived. Conceived? Yep, without a doubt. Younger, hotter sex. Not, and they're probably not, unrecognizable to you. That's not even parents. that. I also would like to see what them, how it got to that yeah, point. Yeah, like them really in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to know what it was like way back when. Yeah. They, I, I want to see them happy. Yeah, you'd see them happy. Also, you'd see like the moves that were pulled. Yeah. It'd be funny if, you know how like sometimes like if you're trying to have a baby, like they'll be like, you have to do like certain tricks. Like, uh-huh. you know, so it's like yeah. you have to like roll on your back or something. Jump after. up and down. You jump up and down. Yeah. So it's like seeing them go through all that shit. I would rather that. Plus, it's like they, your grandparents look like your grandparents. Yeah. Your parents at that age don't really look like your parents. So that'll get you out of that like weirdness a little bit. I mean, I'm going to go a lot of steps further, and this might make me lose some of the followers that were just okay. about to click. But I also kind of want to see if my parents are similar to me. Really? Well, I mean, I got what I who I am from. You want to see if they their moves? Yeah, they're, I mean, we have so many similarities. So to see if that is <laughs> yeah. also connecting. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that's interesting. Yeah, it is weird. Like, I'm sure have you seen your dad naked? Yeah. Have you ever been like? It is interesting to be. <laughs> my, dad, like, my dad's a big naked guy. Do you, walks around the house. Do you think of a similar body to your dad? Very. Yeah, isn't it kind of? I think it's sort of beautiful in a weird way. Like, I remember, like, see, why it's not, remember, never how I thought about okay. it. Okay. No, I understand what you're saying. Like, as I got older and would be like, oh my God, my body's starting to look like my mom's naked body when I was younger. You know what's funny? One of the hardest I've ever laughed is I was at, we were in a family vacation. We we're in Puerto Rico. My dad, there were these women that were always at the beach. And it was like a grandmother, a daughter, and a mom. It was like, and like, they did have the same body, like, they had the same. 
body, and they were walking down the beach, and you're just looking at like it looked like three Russian dolls, like, yeah. you know, like like. And my dad, for some reason, like he noticed this, and like he just looked at them. He goes, "Look at this, three generations walking down the beach." <laughs> together and then you just like him saying this while they had the same body to me for some reason hit me in such a funny way and he was like smirking during it you could tell like he was just saying like yeah you all look alike yeah but it was just so funny to me and yeah it is one of those things it's like you are your parents you're not gonna get that far away from them yeah you know like my dad is like he's got like a naughty sense of humor like i grew up watching like benny hill and stuff as a kid my parents are european they came from italy so there was like no rules about anything in the house And it's so funny because my dad will, like, I don't know if he thinks he can get away with it with me because he knows that I'm, like, filthy, mm-hmm. you know, and I make dirty jokes all the time. But well, like, he'll, like, blatantly check out a girl's body when we're driving down the street, and then I think he'll forget that I'm in the car with him. Mm. Like, we were, like, driving down the street, and this girl who was, she was, like, thick, and she had, like, her boobs were kind of mm-hmm. out, and her butt was definitely there, and she was, you know, like, it was, you couldn't not notice her parts, right? Mm-hmm. She's crossing the street, and my dad goes, whoa. And then he looked at me, and I think he thought I was going to get mad or something. He goes, oh, she, uh, she, she could stand to lose a couple pounds, huh? And I was <laughs> so like, he went worse? Yeah, yeah. And I go, Daddy, I'm like, you like her ass and boobs. You're a human. Yeah. It's okay. Why, please don't body shame her because you feel embarrassed. You <laughs> you love what you just saw. That's worse for he me He was embarrassed hear. of his own taste. Yeah, I was like, that's worse for me to hear. Yeah. I would rather you be like, she's hot. He's perpetuating a <laughs> huge myth. That guys yeah. aren't into those types of bodies. No, he was, <laughs> like, I could see his like tongue was out of his mouth, and yeah. he almost ran a red light. Like, I, it's not because you think she needs to go for a walk. <laughs> no, my dad once saw a girl <laughs> with huge boobs out, and he goes, "We were all whole family in the car," and he just goes, "Look at her breasts," <laughs> and just the word "breasts" was like so weird in that moment. You're like. Breasts, you've ruined that word. It got very like technical. It got doctory, but now that's dad, it. Yeah, my dad just goes maron. Maron, like, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, I'd love a maron every uh, time. I think it's, I think it's cute. Julia, thank you for coming on. Thank Fantastic. you for having me. At Julia Razi on Twitter, Miss Julia Razi on Instagram. Go check out her podcast. Fantastic. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. We ran out of time, but uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Jared Freed. Bonus podcasts, bonus videos, bonus blogs, all there, uh, as low as a buck a month. So go check it out. Also, advice from Papa JT. We'll be back next episode. I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms except for Instagram, at Jared Freed. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.